and welcome back to another episode of the Sweet Shots Podcast. Lucas Johnson alongside Chuck Johnson, Mark Johnson, episode 15. We've got another great guest lined up for today in the studio, St. Andrews at Sweet Shots. We've got Coach Steve Kennedy from North Dakota State University. Welcome in, Coach. Thanks for having me. This has been uh, it's been a long time coming. I think it's uh, I think you got a little history here with with each one of us. You, you know, I look around, around the room and it's just like family. I mean, I've, I've known you guys for so long. Yep. You would you would have thought you would have been on earlier. Probably well, it took fifteen episodes to get you here. Fifteen is kind of my number. <laughs> I was though, thinking so. we skipped a few. Are we really on fifteen, LJ? Yeah. Wow. I okay. It's crazy. That's gone fast. Moving along. Really I got a lot of a lot of course memories playing uh, golf with with Mr. Kennedy here. So this will be fun. I'm looking well, forward so to it. Well, you guys did a lot of pro ams together, right? We Where did you, with with Marcus. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. I was the yes, I was the pro in the pro am part of the team. <laughs> We'd usually get uh, Coach Kennedy and Chuck and mm-hmm. Dad. Um, yeah. We were formidable. Did, well, did we ever cash? Oh yeah, I think Fergus Falls. I think Fergus Falls. We did one time. Yep, that was a big pro am too. Yeah. I was talking to Greg Moralt, who was the head professional back in the day at Fergus. It was one of the larger pro ams in the state, mm-hmm. and uh, your your game that course in your game they matched up well, Coach. <laughs> I'm not sure my game matched up with any course, but yeah, we had a good time. We did. We always, no matter how we played, yep. it was a great time. Yep. Sometimes we had. To get uh, Dad and Coach Kennedy back on track, they right. would uh, fall out of their carts laughing. Yep, we won't tell go stories we don't even uh, want to know no, about. We're not going to talk about those stories. <laughs> no, good times though. And we'd substitute in uh, Chuck wasn't available if he had to work. We'd substitute in Mike Stoltman. Oh yes, that was a that was a substitute <laughs> that right there, Mike Stoltman. <laughs> no, you, you're you are you're a fan you're a friend a great friend of the family. You're a great friend to uh, our father. Lucas's grandfather through coaching. Um, and that's kind of, I assume that's how you met. Our our mm-hmm. family was was through coaching. What year did you start at Fargo South? Uh, 1993. 93. So, and you took over for Russ Nelson? Yeah. Or what? Okay. Yep. And you were a teacher at that time, Yep. Right? I, I taught physics at Fargo South uh, at that time and uh, taught there until 2010 and then moved to Davies and uh, coached at Davies for two years before I uh, went on to NDSU. Okay. Well, it's your high school coaching career. Oh, geez, yes. So, I mean, there, there's the, your resume there, resume there, accomplishments. Um, there, there's guys that have coached forever. It won't even, won't even sniff them. How many state championships did you win at South and then Davies? Well, we won 12 at South. 12. From 93 to. And we never finished lower than third place. Wow, that's impressive. That's <laughs> really impressive. Um, but we had a streak of eleven out of twelve. And and, it, uh, and coach, is it true that the eleven out of twelve the other year was Deacons? Yes, okay. that was what your dad always said. Yes. He said uh, when we talk to people, say yes, Coach Kennedy and I, we've won the last twelve state championships. <laughs> I have one, and he has eleven. That's, so, right. uh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So that kind of run when you're when you're doing that, I mean, is it? Do you realize what's going on while you're while you're in that? I mean, not that you took it take it for granted, but there's a lot of great players. We had um, mm-hmm. Tom Hoagie on yeah. the week that you were congratulations on your induction into South High yes. Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun day. We, we had we had Tom on, and we were just talking about you know that being part of a program that with that much success. Can you explain what it's like being involved in that? You know, it's it's. 
we had so many good players then. I mean, and so many people trying out for the team. There were times say, we had over a hundred people try out for yeah, our team. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you how do you narrow that down? We were kind of yeah. joking. I forget which episode it was, but there was Mark. You had mentioned there was a time where you just had them swinging in the sports bubble, and you mm-hmm. that you selected based on that. Well, yeah, I mean, when you have a hundred kids trying out, you can't get a course to right. go out in the spring of the year in Fargo, North Dakota, to uh, take on that many people to play. Mm-hmm. And so we had to look at some swings and cut it down to a manageable number, like 36 or so, I think, that came out and actually tried out. Wow. Wow. Based uh, on uh, just the swing, or would you actually have them hit a ball? Well, no, I mean, <laughs> they, they hit some balls. Actually, uh, you know, and, and if you talk to Kane Hansen ever, I, I cut Kane Hansen. Wow. During, really? the, during a swing tryout at one time. And then he uh, went to our intramural program that we had developed and uh, he moved up through the year and ended up playing on that state, same state championship team that same year. So we brought him up off of intramurals wow. after I cut off him. Of That's impressive. Yeah. You know, so defeating that junior, your high school team, I know, I know our dad was involved in the mm-hmm. Fargo junior tour. Um, can you speak a little bit to that, that just how that worked? These kids were playing summers, learning the game and, and how that fed your program. Any, 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 um, uh, connection to that oh yeah for sure i mean back when we, in the 90s when we were when we had this success the junior tour was huge um that's where all the kids played as time went on uh more of the kids started going to minnesota to play in the junior pga over there um and then playing in bigger tournaments uh but back when i first started coaching we used the junior tour a lot um then we had all of our kids playing in it the all cities everything around here and uh, there were there were some uh, rem- uh, memorable tournaments I remember that uh, we had a lot of the players in the finals um, in the match play we had all Bruins every once in a while a Deacon would a sneak deacons. in there oh, yeah. every once um, in a while he says. yeah but uh, you know we had a we just had a lot of good players in the FM area yeah yeah I mean North High Shanley um, Fargo South so when yeah. you when you talk about coaching high schoolers and so i have a very vivid memory in my high school years so i graduated 2017 um and you coached for a couple of years early on there for fargo south mm-hmm. right i forget what you said you went over to ndsu 2013 13 so you were with davies you said i was, yeah. I was in, with in, at davies yeah, until, yeah. yeah at that time you were at, right at davies right. um and so my vivid memory of the coaches in high school were that there was not much coaching going on during the tournament. Exactly. Was, we uh, didn't. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to bring that up too. I remember dad and you guys just going, you would basically would show up in the van as a team. Mm-hmm. We would just, we'd go and, and get our card, go practice, hit a few balls, come back to the uh, first tee and coaches are gone. They're already out playing. Yep. You guys played a lot of golf and had a lot of fun. We did. You know, and as a matter of fact, my first year of coaching, we're going to the state tournament, or actually the regional tournament, and uh, the state said, coaches, you can't play. And I'm a first-year coach, and all the veteran coaches, they go, come on, Kaylee, get your clubs, we're going. <laughs> and I'm saying, well, what is it? They told us not, I don't care, we're going, get your clubs. <laughs> That's great. So I go out and we play, we get, on, we get in trouble, we get on probation, <laughs> go to the state tournament. Same thing happens. They said, you guys aren't playing. And all these older coaches that have been there forever, they go, come on, we're going again. (laughs) And so I remember getting called into the athletic department, uh, the department uh, or the director. 
telling me, hey, this is going to stop. You're not playing yeah. anymore. It's like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. We it was, it, as I understood, there was a stretch of time where you guys would play for quarters or dimes or whatever it was. Yep. And was there a stretch of time, like years, where you and Coach, Coach Johnson didn't lose literally a dime <laughs> to we, those guys? Yeah, we, we would play against uh, Ray Callahan. Fargo um, North, right? Mer- Merle Mickelson. Where was Red Mickelson? River. He's from Forge, River. River. Okay. Those were our main competitors. And I remember one year, <laughs> Ray came to the first tournament of the year, and he goes up to, to your dad and I, Don and I, and he goes, boys, it's going to be different this year. And uh, John goes, what, what, what do you mean different? He goes, we're not playing for a quarter anymore. We're going for 50 cents a point. And your dad and I looked at each other. He's got this big grin. Right. And so, yeah, we put uh, both of our kids through college. I guess, playing against Ray and, uh, that's fun. Ray and Merle. Well, and that's like the tournament within the tournament. Then. Oh, yeah. And there was a lot of talk. Yeah, oh, a lot yeah. of talk. And that's, that's funny, too, because you could always tell which hole the coaches were on when, when Grandpa Coach Johnson – you could hear anytime they go over the bump in his A1 ding putter. <laughs> oh, ding, yeah. ding. That's ding correct. Putter. Yes. A couple fairways away. Or you could tell when he was coming over to just check up on you, see how he's doing. Yeah. The one story I remember about your dad was uh, at the state tournament in Minot. We were at Service Valley, and I think it's hole 10 that has that big hill. Uh, do you guys remember? Yep. yep. Yeah, I remember the downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a huge yep. hill. Yep. And I remember we're sitting in the cart up there, and your dad looked over me and said, Watch this. And Uh-oh. he put the cart in neutral. Oh, God. And we're going down this hill, and we're flying. I mean, I, I bet we're going 40, 40 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. And the cart starts going sideways. Oh, and we get down to the bottom. We get it stopped, and the, and the West Fargo coach came up behind us, and he goes, what were you guys doing? He said, I didn't know how I was going to tell your, your wives you guys died in a, <laughs> in a golf car accident. <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah. Oh. That's, few of those episodes, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, he there. loved that move. I remember when we were at Ponderosa. I forget what holes that that is similar. He did that with me in the cart too. Old, number eight. Is that what it was? Yeah, it's, the tee shot. Yeah, oh, he yeah. did that with all the grandkids. Down he thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it never seemed to work when I did it. Though. No, was, no, for whatever reason. So, but that was just a little different mentality. The kids, uh, I imagine, you're saying, go out and play. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what? We've worked on whatever we're going to work on. This is your game. Go play. Um, how, I mean, you weren't hovering over the kids. No, we weren't. And, you know, and, and I don't know, this may be, it'll sound a little strange, but I think my coaching style at NDSU is kind of like that, too. I would where, agree. Yeah. Where I let them go and play. I'm not sitting there micromanaging them, mm-hmm. um, telling them what they have to hit off a certain, certain hole. Uh, these guys play their best golf in the summer. Mm-hmm. Nobody's around them telling them what to do at that time. And so I've always believed that you just let the kids play. If they have the talent, you let them play. If, if they need to talk to you, uh, they need some support. That's what I'm there for, I feel. Sure. And, uh, you know, and, you know, even in the practices that we have, um, I think, I can't remember who told me this, but there's a difference between a golf coach and a golf teacher. And he looked at me and he said, I think you're a golf coach. He said, I'm a, I'm a golf teacher. I teach the swing, but you sure. coach golf. Sure. sure. Yep. And, uh, and I think that's, there's something to that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, it's, it's interesting now you see how coaching has evolved to almost a micromanaging style where if a coach kind of has a vision for how his team's going to go and that person is not swinging or playing the golf hole correctly, you know, you hear stories of, um, 
some coaches that mm-hmm. unfortunately it's happened, but it's if you're not hitting five iron here going for this green, you're not playing in the next tournament. You know, that's not how I think it should function, right? No. Um, and having played for you for four years, I, I think your coaching style fit my style very well, and we've had some success as a, as a team, and I think it's it speaks to how great of a coach you are. I mean, it is um, – you're there when you need you. It feels like you're always there at the right time, which I think helps tremendously. Although I will say, do you remember our last – you brought <laughs> I this up, this I think, on the podcast. He's brought this I up. Think, I think, yeah, I, I, know, know. I know. He's scarred for life. Yes, he is. He is. I, I have it on video if it, you want to watch it. It's on it's, my phone. It's, our final walk up the 18th hole of my college career. This it, is a tradition you've started, right, yes, with your seniors? Yes. It's, That's it's really a nice gr- touch. It, it is a great a great walk. Do you say the same thing to everyone? I, I do not. It was, <laughs> okay, this, that, that was a tough day. Let's hear it. That was, that was that a tough day. I saw a lot of things on. happen out on the golf course that day. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it was blowing. Yep. Um, I think it was, I might have been, I think I shot 70 that day and was one mm-hmm. of the lower scores on the course. With bogey on 17 with after a, 60. And that's 66 was, the day before or yeah. something low. The 67 day the day before. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. yep. After, <laughs> we don't have to talk about the first day, but... Um, no, it, and it's just – it's comical because I don't think – I mean, the timing was just perfect. I just roasted one down the fairway, um, feeling great, and we were chirping one other guy because he hit iron off the tee, mm-hmm. and we did good. And then, then the quiet set in, not sure what to talk about, and we're just getting up to my ball, 100 yards in or so. You hear what happened to Diesel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, Coach, what happened to Diesel? Got the hosels on all six. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say the word shame. Oh, no, I, that's no, not, you can't say that. It's, it's, no, it's, it's a dollar, dollar swear word. It's a, it's a dollar word, yeah. Now. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm sure you didn't mean it. No. Right over that. That's To me, that's just <laughs> the best parting gifts I could have. <laughs> I think I safely put that next shot on the green and took my two-putt and yeah. got out of there. <laughs> I know you did, but uh, <laughs> you know, to my defense, you know that that walk up eighteen is it's such a hard, it's a fun walk, but a hard walk for me. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, has anybody who's ever heard me speak at a at a at a banquet or whatever it may be? I'm I'm a crier, mm-hmm. and uh, I get kind of sentimental, and I start thinking about all the good times we've right. had, and yeah. I'm getting a little emotional right now, yeah. even thinking about yeah. this, and it's uh. You, know, you spend a lot of time with these guys, yeah. and it's it's um, it's a, it's a special time. Yeah, yeah, and it is. I mean, having it at the same course for four years mm-hmm. for that conference title, it kind of adds a little bit to it. I think too. Um, yeah, that was so many good memories just at that golf course alone. Yeah. But then you look at the season. I mean, you're spending was it like nine, ten months with these guys? Yeah, just just being around them. Um, you know how has my question is, how has that, how has the game changed? Obviously we sit here and we look and we say distance and we say, mm-hmm. you know, um, whether it's game management or, but from a coaching standpoint, whether that's recruiting or, um, just even coaching, how has the game evolved? You know, what's different now in 2023 as you're coaching these kids versus when you started coming into the game? You know, I think the length is the big thing. I mean, uh, you have to look at length. When I first started recruiting, I was recruiting some guys that could score well, but they didn't hit the ball far enough to play Division I golf. And so it uh, it didn't turn out as well as I had hoped. Um, Now, you know, we look at the length and, uh, you know, I – 
as a teacher for 30 years, I get this gut feeling about kids. Um, when I talk to them, when I talk to their parents, you know, what kind of kid are they? And they, um, you know, most of the time, um, I'm looking for the demeanor that they have, um, what kind of student they are, um, if they're going to fit in with the team. And, uh, you know, most of the time that, that works for me and they, they're hard workers and they just get better when they're at NDSU then. That's, I, I was going to say, you know, I don't know if it's the proper way of saying it, but you can, you can teach a kid how to play well, right, and mm -hmm. score well, whether that's I, – I thought I developed more just being around the yep. game. I was late to the distance game, I think. Getting in the weight room was a big part of that. Mm -hmm. But being able to bounce back from a, a double bogey or, or you, can, you can teach them a mentality, and I think that goes to your coaching style of being with them when they need you there. You know, and you and Coach Murphy might be the two most positive people I've ever met. Well, you know, on, on the, a golf course, <laughs> on the golf course, you don't see a lot of good things on the golf course for some reason. I mean, you see a few birdies here and there, but there there are times when, you know, someone has a triple or a quad or for God's sakes, more yeah. and you have to go up to them. And, you know, what do you say? That's tough. I mean, so it's it's yeah. tough. I would I probably wouldn't lead with that, Chuck. <laughs> no, the situation's tough. That's not what he's saying. The situation's well, tough. Well, you made That's a mess tough, of that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Let's see. One, two, three. I lost count. Yeah. What did you have there? <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's you have to kind of uh, find some things to talk about other than golf when that happens. Sure. Did I hear a rumor, too? Sometimes you'll... Uh, introduce a tune or something like that try to get a song sing. in their head yeah, yeah. oh wow you great that, technique you used that on me a couple times mm -hmm. and okay. that was yeah what's it work um probably more yeah more times than not huh. there were a couple times i remember i think it was more with coach murphy who we need to have on here as well but um it was more of like coach i, I need you to stop being nice to me and just be frustrated as i am right now like i just mm -hmm. for whatever reason it was just like tell me i'm bad okay like i struggled just tell me i'm bad but you guys never i mean you did such a great job of keeping our heads up and that's golf right you're gonna have a mm -hmm. bad round so you touched on a little bit with recruiting um where are you looking for your next young player i mean how far is your reach do you i mean is it uh, tri-state are you looking would you go to georgia would you go to florida i mean what kind of kid where are they coming from? Most of the guys that I'm looking at right now are, are in the tri-state area. Mm -hmm. um, and if they have a connection to North Dakota, that's another one that, uh, that I'd look at. I'm looking at a couple of kids in Arizona right now that have connections to North Dakota. Um, they, they know what the weather's like up here. Uh, their parents grew up here. Um, it's really hard to, uh, to tell a kid from Arizona if they've never been to North Dakota what it's like. Sure. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had a couple of kids come up here, uh, one that uh, had ties and did quite well, another one that didn't and, and didn't do well. Um, and, you know, I also think that uh, recruiting in the tri-state area, everybody kind of has the same, the same values. Um, when I look at our team right now, we have eight guys from Minnesota and one from North Dakota. And our team and the ones that Lucas was on too, I mean, it just seems like they all get along. And they, they want to spend time with each other. They've known each other. They played against each other. And I remember playing basketball in high school and uh, finally graduating and coming up to NDSU and playing intramurals with guys that I played against in high school. And that bond that you had playing against each other yep. just carried over and you just want to do so well playing with that other person. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's, uh, 
it's uh, it's something that I look at that I, that I take very seriously. And you have to try to find the, the kids that um, are going to still, you know, develop and get better as we go along. Sure. Yeah, it is a process. I mean, college is a wonderful time, not only academically, but you look at athletically too. weight rooms, huge. You talk about the distance, getting them in the weight room. Um, you know, there's the old saying of the freshman 15. I think with when you get these guys in the weight room, it's like I know I had like 25 yeah you know just that freshman year alone that's where it was fun once you're out of your freshman year looking at the freshman coming in and seeing you know you guys you're gonna change things are gonna get different uh i think i left college i think i came in at 160 i left at 200 and that was i'm hoping muscle for M- most, most of it was muscle there were yeah. there was a time there that uh... i do here's another story <laughs> oh boy <laughs> <laughs> you remember I, uh I think you do. It oh, was yeah. North Carolina, I think was the uh, was it North Carolina? It doesn't matter. But uh it was Houston actually because we were at Augusta Pines. Okay. And I have the picture on my phone. You remember that? I mean, you you started making fun of my, started making fun of my gut. <laughs> I remember making <laughs> like fun of it. Like during a round. Was yeah. it during a round, I think? Oh, yeah, good. actually. Okay. I like well, that. I was trying to lighten the mood. I'd be proud. Here I had go. a bad hole. It's it. it coaching style. So, yeah. No, so you, we're walking, and I got, I'm got i doing the classic arm over the bag. Oh, that's that. what it was, yeah. Yeah, and we're walking down the fairway, and I'm not playing well. And uh, whether it was the song you started off with, silence came in again, and you looked over at me, and you go, you know what? You got a bit of a gut. That's great. <laughs> Love it. Well, well, and you did. Yeah, I did. I yeah, did. But you don't anymore. Of, I'm working on it, uh, coach. I'm working on uh, it. No, so that's so good. that started, and I was like, okay, great. Thanks for thanks for that. I'm really building them up. up. I think yeah, he went. I, I think it. he went on a string of three birdies after. That. I might have. I, I played so. well there. I know you did, but it didn't stop there, coach. Oh, you remember getting back to the hotel? I no, uh, no, I don't. No, okay. Coach. So we get back to the hotel. And the team's out of the van, and we're getting in the elevator, and we're all in the elevator. And bef- the doors close, and before we start going up, you go, you go oh, man, 2,200 pounds. LJ, you got to get out. We're too heavy. Nice. Oh, oh, I like it. Wow. I like well, it. I, it was motivation. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, I was like. I love it. I think it was just because I had kept mentioning how much weight I was gaining from high school. And so you were just I, leaning probably, into it. I don't remember bit. that, but yeah, but I, that I was, do remember a little bit of that. That was then the joke moving forward for the team. Mm-hmm. I had a bit of a gut and yeah, so that was, that was pretty funny. But yeah, I do have that picture here where I was taking a picture of the hole and you stepped in and I said, coach, what are you doing? <laughs> and you're just like, I'm, I'm imitating your gut, right? <laughs> oh, so it was pretty funny, <laughs> but it is fun looking back at pictures from freshmen to seniors though and seeing how big they get. And the, just yeah. how much the weight, the weight program Element. influences them. So is that what they're doing right now, Coach? Talk a little yeah. bit about what your expectations are of, of your uh, of your players this current, like right now. Yes, yeah. right now they're lifting three days a week. Um, I go down and check on them about once every two weeks and just pop in and say, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah. Um, uh, we will start practice uh, for the spring now uh, Thursday. That's our first day. Wow. And okay. So our first tournament is going to be coming up uh, February. 18th and 19th at Savannah, Georgia, where you played. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, right. not that water bottle. Can you speak to players? And if you can't, that's fine. I know a player had a lower body injury. I, f- I follow UND hockey and they never divulge what the injury is, but I know there's a lower body injury. Can you yeah. talk about Yeah, I can talk about that. I mean, I think it's public knowledge. I mean, it's, he hasn't been a secret about it. Uh, 
Uh, Ian Simonich this past, uh, right after our fall season. Which he had a great fall uh, season, right? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's in the top, uh, I think he's in the top 125 right now. In the country. In the country. Yeah. Wow. And so it's, yeah. Yeah, he's having a great, great, great fall. Uh, torn, torn MCL. Mm. And so he's uh, rehabbing it. We're going to try to play through it this spring. Uh, he's hitting full shots right now, having no problem with that. Uh, has no problem walking. He's lifting in the weight room again. Uh, then he'll play, hopefully play through the f- spring season and then uh, have surgery after that. Okay. And be out Amazing. The, yep. Be yeah. out to plan something like that. I imagine yeah. Yeah. walking has to be an issue because the players have to walk. There's mm-hmm. no golf carts. and We're going to push. Sometimes. We're, we're yeah. going to have them push a cart for, the, for the spring. Okay. okay. So, yeah, we've had, we've had some leg injuries. Nate Dezeal. Yeah, we had, had a freak accident. Was, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's hopefully Ian can get through and this. And it was and, a freak accident, right? It was. I mean, he was playing basketball, but it wasn't a contact. Oh, you mean, That's Ian. Both, Ian. both Ian and Nate were kind of freak. Yeah, Ian was just playing basketball, which he's never done before. I don't think he's a hockey guy. He's a hockey yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, went in for a layup. Tells me he scored, <laughs> but then just landed on his on his feet and his knee blew out. Yeah. And no, Nate, and Nate Zeal was getting up off the, the off weight. The floor. Yeah, off the floor. Yeah, weight and the floor. Wow. It, it is, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to just to blame the, the weightlifting, but that's just not the case anymore. Because I know in, in your guys' day when you guys are doing, I mean, golfers didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't lift. We didn't lift. For that reason, right? You didn't want to be too bulky or whatever it was. Yep. That's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I did yeah. lower body for football. Yeah. My football coach, Bruce Larson, was also oh, the yeah. golf coach. Yeah. And Bruce agreed with me. Let's just have you do lower body for football. You got to keep your upper body loose and supple. Mm -hmm. So he cut me a lot of slack in football weightlifting where I just do more squats and Mm -hmm. stuff. Leg day. There is a picture of, I'm in that Roger Maris picture. Now it's in the lounge where I'm standing in the background with the Shanley jersey on because I was a club runner. Shortest possible shorts you could find. Shorts were pretty (laughs) short. The thighs were big because I did a lot of lower body. Bruce had me working on lower body. Yeah. Well, so that's it's good. If, if so, you've ever seen great, me in shorts, I, yeah. I didn't do a lot. Well, of we have it. we have a story oh, about gosh. you in shorts. Okay. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll now that we that. have a video, now we have a camera. It would make more sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can okay. hardly wait. So, um, yeah. So we can get that documented. We're going to take our break real quick. Okay. And after the break, we'll get back to it, Coach. We're going to keep you around here because I don't even think we've we got a few more stories. Yeah, we haven't even. No, we talked the about the stuff we want to talk about. Yet. Right. Exactly. So we're going to take our quick break, and we'll be right back. When you think golf clubs, think sweet shots. January 28th, for example, we are offering a fitting day. Come on out, try the new Callaway product, Paradigm. It's fantastic. We have the best fitters around from noon to five. Swing by. Noon to four. Noon to four. Oh, noon to four. You've been out of luck. Noon to four, the 28th of January. Visit with our fitters and check out the new Callaway product at Sweet Shots. See you there. January 28th. January 20 day. Let's get better today. Let's get better today. What do you think of that? I, like I came it. up with that the last there last week. Yeah. I do like it. Let's get better today. That that's the that's what you that's what we get for not, you know, these are off the top of our head advertisements. So it's 12 to 4 Saturday the 28th. So everyone's good. But that's good. That's good. So getting back into it, coach, I I mean, we could be here days on end. Um, with stories, but we kind of touched on it recruiting. But as far as <clears throat> this year's team goes, I mean, having been kind of on the on the upward trajectory from from my 
when I started, as far as the team strength in my mind goes, I mean, this has to be one of the strongest teams NDSU has had in a while, right? Yeah, our, I, I think so. Our depth is uh, tremendous. Uh, the guys, you know, played so well this fall. Uh, we have our highest ranking, golf stat ranking ever. Uh, we're number 84 right now. Wow, that's Congrats. awesome. Yeah, Thank congratulations. You. And, uh, you know, I, I think when, uh, about 10 years ago, I think we were 275 or something like that. Wow. It's, uh, it's, we've come a long way with some really good players here. Top so 100 that, team in your in your you're in North Dakota. Yeah, I mean that's impressive. That's that is some Thank of the, and I've told it before, but that's one of the best feelings I think you can ever have is coming like now the start of the season, going to the south and kicking these teams' butts just right out of the snowbanks. We hope to. Yes, yeah. uh, you know it's, it's hard for us. You know it takes us a couple tournaments usually right. to get rolling again. Um, but uh, you know some of the guys have been down south playing. And so I think uh, I think we'll we'll hit the hit the the uh, course uh, and uh, run 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 run, right, run, well, run 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 run. Well, now you got a yeah. facility out here now too. I know year round yep. where you can get full ball flight in the winter. I know, and when, we'll be out. Yeah, when we were when we were doing it, I mean, you get the bubble, and now mm-hmm. you're going to get the new indoor facility that NDSU built for football. It's all multi-sport now, right? right? Yep, um, amazing facility from what I've seen. Um, but you're still hitting into a wall. So you come out mm-hmm. here, you get full ball flight. I mean, doing that in January, February, is yep. very beneficial. Yeah, I agree. And we're going to, we're going to use uh, sweet shots a couple of times a week here. Oh, great. So. Excellent. So it's getting ranked. You said 84th. Yeah. Right? right now. Yeah. Does that get you invited to different tournaments that perhaps you wouldn't have had you not been so we been are, so we are starting to get some invites. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, uh, it takes a little while. Um, we, we, we're going to Bandon Dunes next year. Uh, we're going to go out and play in that, that we're all looking forward to that one. Uh, we're going to go to Pittsburgh this spring, uh, university of Miami, Ohio is hosting a tournament there. They invited us to, uh, with some, uh, big 10 teams and some, uh, big East teams. So we're looking forward to that. We played against Michigan and Kentucky, um, this fall, um, in, uh, in the, in the upper peninsula. It did well against them. So, yeah, it's 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 fun to to finally get to play some of these bigger teams. It's really hard to get into their tournaments. Sure. They, they just don't want to play us. And that's we had Josh Persons on last mm-hmm. week, and that's what he was kind of saying. Like, these upper echelon teams keep it to themselves because if they do get beat by a team ranked by outside, the, yeah, that, that, that really impacts their, their standings. Yep. Um, and so it's tough sure. to get into those. And so that's um, awesome that you guys are starting to make that climb. And I remember – you know, my freshman year, that that conference tournament was just so much fun. And and we kind of, we started out hot, too. We went to Arbor Links for Nebraska Omaha's tournament. Mm-hmm. We won that one. And then we went uh, Colgate, right, out in yep. New York, and we won that one. And it was like, okay, we well, got something special here. Yeah. And we had a great fall season. And then coming back uh, in the spring, like you said, it kind of took us a couple to get back into it. But mm-hmm. then come to conference time i mean that was just a blast i remember standing on 18 i think nick myrie was coming out he was our one at the time your nick or no andrew was playing andrew was, yeah. yeah um got the pictures of him with no hat there his hair was crazy um and just how windy that was yeah and then doing the math in our heads watching the phone because it came down to the last hole didn't it, it did yeah and uh yeah just and the when, excitement when, when, when izzy hit that shot to about a foot yeah that's when i finally took a breath right yeah yeah. so like when you're out on the the golf course actually so i'm gonna back up so i think i told this before 
and I want to give you the chance to say it because I remember um, the FedEx truck was a big thing for you. Um, and I remember going into the conference tournament. I think at one of our team meetings, you even said FedEx. You gave us a FedEx story. You know what? Speak to that. I think I butchered it the last time. But <laughs> well, this was uh, back in 2008. Uh, Shanley had a better team than we did in high school. We were going to the regional tournament, and uh, I was. Can you back up. Can you say that. What? what yeah. Why did you say that again? Who had a better team? At, uh, during uh, the regular season, Shanley had a better team. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, I remember going to the regional tournament up in Grand Forks and trying to look for a little boost for our guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, we pulled in, and uh, and teaching physics, where I always talked about you know some symbols and things like that. I said, "Do you guys see the arrow in the FedEx truck?" And I pointed it out, and I said, look at that arrow. It's pointing right to us. We're going to win today. And mm. we, we, it came down to the last hole, and we were uh, a couple shots back, and Adam Granis was, was coming up uh, against a young man from Shanley, and uh, they were both sitting in the middle of the fairway, and the young man from Shanley hit it over the green and then kind of had a little trouble and took a double. Mm. And Adam had about a 15-footer, for for birdie and he made it wow and so we won by one wow and we're talking about the fedex truck all the way home <laughs> well we get to the state tournament and we pull in and we're going to our to the first round of the, of the day and behind us comes a fedex truck mm-hmm. and i said hey fellas this tournament's ours look at there's the arrow it's pointing right at us again <laughs> oh, boy. so we go out and we play and we win that tournament by about five or six shots. Later that summer, I was uh, nominated for the coach, national coach of the year. It's in Denver. My wife and I went out for a burger uh, for lunch, came back. Went, we're walking into the hotel. What pulled up but a FedEx truck? And I looked at my wife. I said, you don't suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, that night, they announced my name, and I won. Wow. And so then we get to the conference tournament with these guys. And I'm walking down the fairway in our practice round, and Ryan Nelson was a video guy. And I looked up, and you can see interstate on one fairway. And I looked over there, and I, I said, Ryan, look, at, look, look, look. And that's a FedEx truck. I said, just remember that. And that night, we had our team meeting, and I talked about the FedEx truck mm-hmm. and told the story. And then I, uh, I had printed out FedEx stickers, and I, I told them, put them, in, put them in your bag. And uh, we went along, and during the tournament, I think there was a train even that went by with FedEx trucks. It was like 20 different FedEx. Yeah, and uh, at that point, uh, I think that just kind of carried us through. Yeah, I mean, it is. That's great. I always think, you know, um, I think the office clip where he says that you're not necessarily superstitious, you're just a little stitious. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's Um, good. But, yeah, I mean, that's, again, kind of goes to the coaching how, how you coach and and i think it was just a nice little added added touch just to, look for a little boost here a little, and there a little morale boost yeah. so i gotta interject i played golf my college coach so i played at msu was not doing any of this can i know i look across the table there was no motivation coming from my coach well i i was i always made sure i had bail money with me. <laughs> <laughs> he's right <laughs> keep those guys <laughs> to make sure I got them to the first tee the next day. Uh, it was a little true. different yeah. era. What year would that have been? 95, four, five. Yes. Yeah. He's right. We were having well, a lot of fun. We were good. Had a very good but team. But we mm-hmm. couldn't stay out of the bars that night and turn it in late. And then we didn't play so well the next day. Times have changed. Times have, Times changed. have changed. Was Brad banging on that team? He was. So Brad broke his putter. 
like early in a round. You ever have a player break a putter in a round? Yes, Coach? I have. Yeah. yeah, in high school. Yeah. He was actually, he was functional with, <laughs> and he mixed it up. You know, some guys will go right to their driver or their wedge or yeah. whatever. He just, he Feel. mixed it up. It was, yeah. yep. Yeah, I'm feeling three wood this yeah. green. And Jimmy Clark. James Clark. Was our yes, number good one. Player. We had nice. Mm -hmm. nice he was team. leading. Remember at uh, the finals? Yeah, I think we, we were in was, Aberdeen. Was it Aberdeen? Yeah. Yeah. Beating so after day one, then we might have went to, well, it was his idea. <laughs> we're going to the bar. Like, oh boy. And then I think he fired. Mark's like, idea? No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. No. The medalist, the leader in the oh, house. Wow. Yeah, it was not good. Well, he's got to celebrate, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I was around. fast asleep, coach. Yeah, and they woke me up. I think actually security knocked on my door saying, and we need a little help with the room next door. They're being too loud. And I'm like, it's 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. So. And you didn't hear him? No, I was sleeping. <laughs> I was out. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. So that's, okay. yeah. But so you win the, if you win this conference tournament, um, which is in the spring each year, right. you get to go to the NCAA region mm -hmm. tournament, which is a big deal. Yeah. That is a big tournament. It's a national tournament. National yeah, tournament. Yep. And that's the goal, right? I mean, that we want to get goal. yourselves there and that's see what happens. You know, I think... I think our, our, our goal is to get out of regionals, you know, and move on to the national. Okay. And so you have to be in the top five teams out of the regional. And I, I think we can do that. Denver uh, beat us last year at the conference tournament by one shot. Yeah, I remember. And yeah. they, uh, they were at regionals last year. They were right there until the last couple of holes. And I think they missed out by two shots. Wow. Going to the that. nationals. So the gap's closing mm -hmm. with, uh, we talked to Josh a little bit about that, the difference between say a Minnesota and, and, and North Dakota state, that gap is really closed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, where do you think NDSU would uh, finish in a big 10 schedule playing those teams day in, day out the courses they're playing? Have to imagine uh, be really competitive. I, I think we, I think we would be, I think, uh, you know, we'd be in the top half. Yeah. Um, you know, I look at uh, when we, uh, when we do get a chance to compete against the Gophers in other tournaments, uh, we do quite well against them. And uh, you know, it's, it's kind of our measuring stick, I think, is to be able to 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 be with them. That's kind of um, how we we've used it too. And mm -hmm. and when I was playing, it was always give us a give us a shot at at Minnesota and yep. kind of go from there. You know, they um, a lot of our guys have some chips on their shoulders because the you uh, they looked at them for a while and then they didn't think they were good enough. Oh. And so it's uh, you know our guys are hungry usually when they come here. Sure, and that's that's always a good thing. And do you think there'll be a day where you get it, they'll invite you to their fall uh, tournament? I'm going to talk to Justin again. I uh, I haven't talked to Justin in a couple of years about about coming down to their tournament, but I yeah. I hope that we can. Yeah, it'd be it'd be good. Mm -hmm. Good for NDSU to get down there. Yeah, but then you're getting exposure in their backyard, and uh, not that you're not already there recruiting, but uh, you know, yeah, the, you know that's the Gophers are down there, and St. Thomas is going to hurt us, I think, coming into our conference mm -hmm. recruiting wise. Um, you know, they're, they're right there. They can talk to the kids a lot more than we can. Um, they know them a lot better than we do. Uh, so, I, I, it, they've got a couple of young coaches that are, I think are doing a good job. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's going to be a challenge for us to get some, some of the city's kids now. Although, yes, I, I would agree having another D1 program there and, and, uh, is a challenge, but some of those kids want to get a, a, out mm -hmm. of the twin cities too. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah. And, uh, so don't don't underestimate uh, kids wanting to get away from home a little bit, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And be around great people like yeah, you and no, you and Murph. Well, so, you. Yep. 
one of one of your major calling cards. Yeah. Um, when do we get to talk about bowling? Well, I had that next. Can we go there? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a I, bonus today. I appreciated before we went live here. Coach was indicating he listens to the podcast, which yes, we I really do. appreciate that. And he says simply the conversation again. Let's for the listeners, those that may not have been listening to whatever number that was. Is it harder to get a hole in one or to bowl a three hundred perfect game? Right. And that mm-hmm. was the that was a debate we had. Yep. We went round and round. Um, here we have an individual who's not only a really good golfer but a very good bowler. Mark and I say we're good bowlers, but we're nowhere near the level of Coach Kennedy here. So you carry a plus two hundred average, correct? Yep. And you just bowled just yesterday, last night, last night, yeah. league. Yes, league. Okay. And what was your what were your games? 278, 181, 255. So 278. Talk that's, us through. That's without that's, bumpers, correct? That's without bumpers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's an extra kingpin. <laughs> the, so. the 278, I started off with two strikes. Then I was a little bit high and left uh, a couple of pins and got that spare. And then I went on a streak for the rest of them strikes. Wow. Four through, t- four through the, the, the 10th. That's have you had simple. a 300? No, I've you had haven't. I've had 11 strikes twice. Hmm. And wow. I just can't get... How many 700s have you rolled? Just two. Both of them this Lifetime? year. Lifetime? Yeah. Just oh. both this year. Between the... 65 years old now, and I'm starting to blow well. It's like, what's going <laughs> on? Peak. You know, between the uh, four of us in this room, we have three 700s. That's good. <laughs> that sounds like you're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm that's looking funny. over here now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, I think it's harder to get that 300. Do you? I do because the pressure keeps building. And a hole in one, it's you, you just kind of stand there, you go to hit your shot, and it's either going to go in or not. You're right. But in bowling, when you get to that 10th frame, yep. it's all of a sudden, it's just one little twist of the wrist, a little bit too much, and it's it's over. Well, and I've witnessed one. And the other impact or part of it is everybody goes quiet. I know, and they're and, watching. And they're watching. In the league we did, Big John yes. gets up there, has an opportunity for a perfect game, and nobody goes to bowl. And all of a sudden, it's just silent. Yep. That, to me, would... would Drive that's me off my game. Yeah, that's pressure. It's like on the golf course, you got music going, yeah. you had a couple beers in you, you know, your yep. buddies are chirping you. And so right. And then you're knocking in the hole. Hey. Yeah, everyone loves you. Yeah. And you always get that guy that comes up after the, the eighth frame or so, hey, you know, you got a 300 yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> no, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Well, I told that story. I was in the four spot and my cousin was blowing anchor five, right? There's yeah, five guys uh, yeah, on the team. Yeah. And they're like, whatever you're talking to him about between roles, just keep talking to him about. It was, well, golf, it was golf carts. carts. Yeah. He was going to buy a golf cart. So I ran out yeah. of, uh, what are the extra things you put on a golf cart? Have you thought about <laughs> tinting, tinting the window <laughs> chip? <laughs> Ball washer, club washer. You know, you can get those for a cart. I was yeah. running out of subject. Hubcaps. You want hubcaps? It's like my coaching style. Yeah, yes. you're right. Something else. Last I thing it. I was going to talk to him yeah. about was his delivery method. Exactly. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Did you hear what happened to Jimmy on lane two over there? <laughs> <laughs> he got the three yeah. gutter balls in a row. <laughs> okay, I got a foot fault. That would mess with it. anybody, oh, right? Now, now you're yeah. like, okay, I got to stay yeah. short of this line. Oh, right. Right. That's oh, funny. That's good. You know, um, you are in the presence of uh, some all-city champions, though. I have heard that. Mm-hmm. Chuck and I... Uh, we have jackets to prove it. Yep. 
all city champ. I, what year would have that been, Chuck? Oh boy, it's a really good question. Late nineties, ninety eight. No, we were new to bowling. Ninety six. So it, it would have been mid mid. As as a team, oh yeah, I mean, yeah doubles nuts. doubles champions. Wow, uh-huh. with handicap. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> now I got it. It was all star. All star. Yep. Oh yeah. And we're bowling with good guys. Oh, they're like Mike really Morris. Good. Yeah. And, these you know, Greg McCullough types. McCullough's these guys, a good goal. Yeah, are good, good bowler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's always got fresh oil because he's a lefty. Yeah, that's true. So evidently, the oil that day was not to the liking of guys that knew what oil meant. Chuck and I are bowling straight balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that oil didn't affect us at all. You won the all city of the straight ball. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> was it a little backup one? No, no, no. No, no. no. I maybe was throwing a two-board movement say, yep. just because the ball had some technology yep. in it. I was trying to do straight. Every once in a while, I'd do the... Uh, the, the you the, would tug. I would tug a little bit and get away with it. Yeah. We were just, <laughs> you got to yell Brooklyn on those. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we called it Marbury, Steph. Because of the crossover. We yes. called oh, it the crossover okay. then. Yeah. And we won it. Yeah. We left wow. there and people are looking like, who are these two idiots? <laughs> Steve Hendrickson, he was running the house there yeah. and yeah. he was happy for us. He came he over a couple athletes like you. He goes, I know you weren't sandbagging. No. How we much just, did it cost you to make those jackets? <laughs> <laughs> we knew a guy. <laughs> no, that, that was part of the prize. It was, huh? Oh, yes. Prize package. We got a bunch of caps Cash and jackets. And a beautiful blue coat with silk screened yellow all city You know, champs. you guys aren't real, you know, like the body build for bowlers. You're, you don't have that body build. Did they, were their jackets really big? <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's a little big. I mean, little big. They usually yeah. have the, the yeah. beer belly kind of. Right. And, Buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, little snaps. Snaps. <laughs> it's the classic. I know the jacket. Yeah. Varsity jacket. Yeah. Or oh, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. So well, let us know if you ever want to team yeah. up in a. Yeah, we can maybe do a, that. The All City's coming up again. <laughs> can dust off the <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so um, coaching golf, how much time do you get to play golf? Uh, not much anymore. I mean, it's and this may sound kind of dumb to some people, but. You know, I'm on the golf course so much that the, you know, I get home and the, one of the last places I want to go is back out to the golf course. Sure. And the other thing is that after watching these guys play and watching them hit shots all the time, I get so frustrated with my game now. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, it's not fun. Because um, you see how it should, it should be played. Be, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and at my age now, you know, it's like I hit a good drive and it goes 225 and I have guys that... In Denver this year, he had a six iron to two sixty eight or something like that yeah. to ten feet, and it's just it's 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 just not that much fun to to sit there and go, God, I see these guys and they do it so well, and then go out there and eh, this is so bad. So, <laughs> and you have how many guys on the team? Nine right now. Nine. Yep. Okay. And lose one this year. Lose Nate to Zeal. So I was going to ask. Okay, yeah, okay. one senior. Mm-hmm. I have two other seniors that are going to come back for their COVID year. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yep. How many can you carry on a team? Um, I, I've had as many as 13 when I got there. Okay. I like to have seven. Seven is my, is my okay. nice number. Okay. And um, five go to a tournament. Five go to a tournament. Five um, count four. Yep. Every day. Oh, okay. Every day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm thinking we, we never had more than eight mm-hmm. when, I was, when I was there. Right? With COVID, I've had to bring in a couple right. extra kids. And that, just was in a, case. that was a wrinkle. That mm-hmm. was kind of 
thrown in there. And yep. that was, you remember when that happened? I mean, we were down in Phoenix. Yeah, we were. We had one practice hole in. Yeah. You got the call standing on that. Mm-hmm. And I, agree. I felt bad for Omaha. They flew down and then they had to drive all the way back. Yeah. So they just, they hopped in the van yeah, right they, out of the practice yeah, round. Their, their AD back. wouldn't let them fly back. They had to drive. Oh my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that was interesting. COVID was down. coming. Yep. COVID's coming. Yeah. It, so. it reminded me it was like a tornado warning or something like <laughs> it was. that. I mean, like, everyone just got to get off the course like, now. We, we, did, we did finish our round mostly. It we, started raining a little yeah, bit, so we, we kind of jumped around. Like but. 10 holes or something like that. And then most of you guys stayed down there. It was and, over spring break, right, so it ended up working out okay. Yep. So you guys, I, I released you to your parents, and uh, I think my wife and I stayed for a few days, and then we decided we better catch a plane back before they stopped all flights. But that's, and mm. you know, selfishly, that was the year I got on the poster for NDSU. Oh, the schedule. And, yep, and the season got cut short, so my poster was not released very often. Well, to talk about that. that, I mean, it was really a, uh, you know, some of those players, yes, the year was offered maybe a COVID year, but, you know, Andrew Israelson didn't take that COVID right. year. You didn't take that COVID year. And, you know, Andrew, I think of, you know, um, the level he was playing at and to not have that opportunity to finish that season. And there's thousands of stories like that, not only in golf and a lot of sports, but – you look back on it, it's just a shame. It that is. That happened. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And I mean, that was a, that was a great year too. We had a great, great team going into it. And um, yeah, it, it is what it is. That's life. And mm-hmm. we move on. And now, now we're here. You guys got a fantastic team moving forward and, and wishing you all the best um, and really excited to follow along and, and see you guys out here. So that's, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, Thanks for coming on. So, unfortunately, believe it or not, we're running up against our time okay. again, yep. um, which is crazy. It and we're we, fast. I still feel like we haven't. Got still have more stuff to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We'll Coach Kennedy in shorts. Here, hold this quick. Here. So, Dad had a deal with Kennedy in shorts, right? Yeah. Not saying your legs are skinny, but no. my dad would frequent frequently see a wood tech doing this up your legs. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, he, I was in the middle of a backswing one time, and he goes, Steve, oh. stop. He goes, I said, what? He goes, there's a wood tick going over your leg. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. <laughs> right in your backswing. Right in my backswing. Uh-huh. And this is a teammate, friend of yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's my that's my partner. Yeah. Playing for, playing <laughs> for my partners. Yeah, playing for 50 cents. Oh, there. yeah, 50 cents. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, a lot of good times. Yeah. Go on and, and on, and I hope hope we have you back on here maybe yeah. as a season yeah. update or something like that for for people and if we want to watch uh how the how the guys are playing during a tournament do you go to the ndsu website click on a link and it'll take you to the live score you, you can do that yeah or just, just golf stat golf, golf stat golf usually stat. or birdie fire but if you go to the ndsu website yeah excellent Perfect. it's fun to do you keep hitting yeah. that refresh refresh What's well that's they yeah. update every three holes and i always i mean when i was playing it was like what do you guys mean you're on the edge of your seat like it's fine now following along it's like holy crap how long does it take you guys to play three holes and, and <laughs> I, i'm doing the same thing you know yeah. that yeah, last round i can't i don't know what they're doing and so i'm doing the same thing hopefully there's parents there and i can have them text me and tell me what's going on but yeah that's fun that's fun so well thanks again coach for yep. for coming on and and Thanks for sharing, having me. Sharing a few stories here today, and I hope to hope to have you on again. Best of luck yep. this spring season Thank moving you. forward. You bet. Give the guys our best, and hope to hope to see you around here. We'll be here. Thanks. Awesome. All right, All right we're going to take another quick break. We still got some uh, DFS to get to here, gents. So we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with that to finish up. All right, and we're back. Um, great time with Coach Kennedy. That guy. I mean. 
that's just a little preview as to what some of those road trips were like with him. I mean, they were just, they were crazy. I got to ride shotgun. Um, I was the navigational guy. My main job was to point out cops along the Oh, that's important. So Very important. if you see any cops, you got to let them know. Because most of the time, we are going maybe a little quick. Who knows? That and FedEx trucks. But we did have to get them. That and FedEx trucks. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we did have to get them out of here just uh, per NCAA rules. We didn't want to bend anything. That's right. Um, talking betting on golf. And as an NCAA um, person, you're not allowed to bet on any sport that the NCAA has. So I don't know if they have water polo, but you can't bet on that. Maybe. Anyway, um, but looking at last week, um, good tournament. I mean, it came down to the wire with Exciting. Siwoo Kim yep. taking uh, Hayden Buckley right on the on the last hole there. It was. Really good golf to watch. Um, that's the end of the Hawaii stretch. Um, and we'll jump right into it here, gents. I don't know how you guys finished. Um, pretty. I know I said I wasn't psyched about my team, but the boys stepped up. So I don't know, Chuck, as the <laughs> as the reigning go-to. The boys. The, oh. <laughs> All did, right. They did. Yeah. No, so let's ju- yep, let's quickly recap. I would just say, you know, my, when I look at my team, I had two guys miss cuts, one being Tom Kim, mm. highest yeah. price guy. That's yep. huge. And, you know, I, I, I think back a little bit about uh, even last year playing DFS. These guys are shaking off rust. It's still early in the year. They right. took a little break from the fall. So some of these really good golfers still are shaking off. So you're going to have some of this variability where they're going to play well one event and then pour maybe the next event. And that happened with Tom Kim. Interesting, though, I don't know if you guys saw this. We'll talk about this week's strokes gain still from T to green. It was putting. He lost eight strokes. I did see that. Putting. He had like his worst putting, putting performance of ever. his career. He was gaining strokes T to green. And he just gave Couldn't him up. Putt. Putt. Couldn't putt. Anywho, so that hurt. And then uh, Mackenzie Hughes let me down too. He uh, ended up plus four. So those guys are out. I had Hoagie. I had Gordon and Buckley. Buckley was right there. Hoagie made the cut. He did. So our stat still stands 100%. You come on this show, you're going to make the cut. I like it. And your next PGA Tour event. 100%. So the guys that I had that uh, made the cut were solid. Um, Hoagie being my my, uh, lower guy at tied T41. Um, so four of them made it, but you're not going to make money with four. You got to have, yep. you got to have five and six is for sure yep. going to get you money. So anyway, my point total is low 385. Ooh, I'm gonna, my, my goat friend I think is going to be leaving. Yeah. That, yeah. Spending the money on, on, uh, that number one yep. pick and then having to miss the cut that hurts. I was sending you guys screenshots oh of my, my team day one. That, I was so excited. Day one. Day one. It was like, like four holes in and I was so, getting bombarded by screenshots. I know. <laughs> I got Jordan Spieth shoots 64. Yeah. He's leading the tournament. Love yep. it. Yeah. And then I had Rory Sabatini, yes. which he dressed unbelievably this tournament. He, he, thrive, he thrives in the island tournaments. Yes. He's okay. made. So those. I am pumped. Sabatini shoots 65 the first day. So I got first and second place. And the other guys are playing well. And then the next day, they both missed the cut. Unbelievable. But Spieth's the first guy to miss the cut after being the leader in since like a long, 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 Is that true? long time. Yeah, like wow. 19. Four, I think in the history of the PGA Tour, there's only been 14 guys to lead after day one and then, and then miss. miss the cut. Wow. Yeah. It's in the history of the entire PGA Tour. Wow. And he just, and that's how fickle this game is. It is. You guys, so, and we all know it because yeah. we play it. And if you don't play it, 
you know, it's you, sometimes yeah. you can't explain it. I mean, he just like I read his I read his he, little article. He said he felt like he was dealt just a bad deck of cards that day. Mm. There's just no way anything was going to go his way. Wow. So that's too um, bad. He goes from first to missing the cut. <laughs> first to worst. Sabatini goes from second <laughs> to missing the cut. And that left me with three guys that finished T seven. Wow. Aaron, yeah. Aaron Badley, great yep. value. Yep. Great value pick. Um, Cooch, my guy Cooch, Cooch did not disappoint. T yeah. seven. Yep. And then McNeely, who I'm Maverick. really still high on. Yep. McNeely. Solid. So it's not all it's not all sadness over here in Team Johnson, but um you know, speed and is a fluke. It was a fluke that I did not yeah. at least cash. This You're week. trending in the right direction. Trending. Mark. I'm seeing I like the big it. picture. What's uh, 419? There it is. 419. Okay. All right. You're ahead of me. So That's for sure, this goat's meandering your way. It's heading this way. Sneak up the table there. Right. But before you get all the way over to Mark. Yeah. So I also had Tom Kim miss the cut, but he was my only guy to miss the cut. Nice. But then I had uh, Brian Harmon rattled off a little 65. Well, he went 67 the first day, 65 the last day. And then I had Siwoo Kim. I had the winner. I had the winner. So to have the winner, yep, uh, that was big, big. Uh, he carried me through that. Um, Brendan, Brendan Todd had a great, great showing as well. Um, and a couple of my lower guys, they made the cut. That was what I wanted yep. them to do. Yep. Uh, all in all, I made money this week. I was uh, four sixty nine was my point total. Wow. Which, by my account, makes yes. me the goat. This now week's screaming goat. The goat. So that's going to go right in front Treat of him kindly, right? would yeah, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's my that's friend. Good, good goat there. Um, so after some great golf last week, now we're transitioning. We're back on the mainland. We're out on the West Coast in uh, California, I believe. We're yep. PGA West, and this kind of starts the Pro-Am season. So uh, the little nuance that we have on here is that they're playing three different golf courses. That's right. Um, and obviously, they're not all going to be the same setup. So we're not necessarily getting into a full course deep dive here. Um, but I think John Rahm said it best last year, if people remember. He had a clip of walking off the green and almost yelling that this is a putting contest. Yeah, right. That's right. It's he a did. putting contest. And they have to, they almost have to set it up that way because you're playing with amateurs, um, whether that's pro am. Yep. As yep. whether whether it's influential people or celebrities or whoever whomever it is, yep. um, they have to keep the pins the same the first three days, and they have to be accessible. You, you know, you, you're not going to get right these professionally tucked pins um, in yep. these in these styles of tournaments, and so kind of turns it. It takes away kind of the you still got to be a ball striker, but you can get away with some more things because sure. you've, you're not short sighted as much, maybe or or something like that. So yep. Um, that was my big note is that there's going to be a ton of birdies and it's a putting contest. And I, and I would add just from a DFS perspective, it's you're okay. Each player is going to be guaranteed three rounds. Correct. And then yes. the cut happens. Yeah. Right. So in that final round, so if you make the cut, you're playing that stadium course twice. That's how that right. works. Right. Yep. Of course, there's solid, solid course history out there. So I'd be relying on that. And then also who's coming in and, and playing in, in good form, right? Who's yep. recent form strong. Um, Pete Dye designed the stadium courses, 7,100 yards, Bermuda grass, and LJ, you said it's strong putters who's, uh, who's gaining strokes putting right now is what I'd be looking at. Of the three courses, La Quinta is the easiest course. 
and why that's important. So DFS, just if we could spend one minute talking about contests. Sure. You can do what's called a one-day showdown in DFS. Pick one day. So say you do that. Look who's playing, say, Thursday at La Quinta tea times and load up on those guys. Right. Might be a, might be an avenue or an angle to take. Sure. And avoid the stadium course that typically is runs harder. No guarantee there, but that could be a leverage play that one could do for those single-day contests. I think I tried that a little bit last year. Did you? Yep. Okay. Yep. Take advantage of the folks that maybe aren't paying attention to that. Yep. They're just playing picking players because they're they're guys and they're not really they know names yeah not realizing yep. they're playing stadium course yep which yep. odds are scores are going to be lower at la quinta yep yeah yeah that's an a- angle to do in showdown so anyway okay lj we want to dive into some of the just who's playing and and yeah, where so, our thoughts are you know the you kind of touched on my course history is going to play a, a lot in this um and i also found that guys that play well in a pro-am setting because it is different you got crazy slow rounds they're like six hour rounds playing three different golf courses um and it's a lot of golf so i had um course history was a big one and so you look at some of the key players this is a really really strong field for kind of a an off event right it's a pro-am um but you got a lot a lot of big names in there tony finos in it john rom's playing in it um you know you got tom kim's bouncing back will zaltoris is back um one player that stuck out to me was Tom Hoagie, and I saw it a couple. It seems like we say this every week, but this guy has proven he's won in this format. The uh, AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach, where right. he won, is a Pro-Am format, and he's played here before, so he's got the course history. He's performed well in this. So um, Tom Hoagie, I think, maybe not the fullest value pick he's ever been, but I think I think he's 8,000. Yep, um, he is. I think he'd be a good grab for people. Uh, looking at looking at that and kind of below the radar, but he's performed in this. Otherwise, you know, you look at um, Tony Finau, who I think just plays all around solid. He's again got some course history in there, um, and you can't go wrong with John Rahm. I mean, the guy's a stud, and after what he did in Hawaii, you know, it's going to be tough to argue against right. against what he's got cooking too. Yeah, one of the hottest players right now in the PGA. <clears throat> right. Yep. But you're going to pay for it. I mean, he's up yeah, at, at the top. I think he's most expensive on that. Yep. So, yeah. And man. just looking at some of my notes, I'll add to that. Um, you know, there's five golfers over ten thousand. Mm-hmm. So there's it's a pretty strong field. You touched on some of them. If that's Rom or Cantlay, so you got to make a choice. You, if you're going to go ten k, probably going to do a stars and scrub type build where you're going to need to find value in that six or seven thousand range. But mm-hmm. there's some solid talent in that range too. That again, look for cut makers, right? Um, Cantlay, when I look at course history, solid here. Yeah. Like, I think yes. his worst finish was T9. Yeah. So that's uh, something to keep an eye on. Um, I think I already touched on it, but last week, I think people are going to be off Tom Kim based on a miscut. Right. But if you look at the data, T the green, strong, is just his putting was off. So if you if you feel like maybe he rebounds a little bit, maybe you get him at a lower ownership, could be a play. That's, I had that note, too, similar, where you, I'm guessing he's looking for a bounce back week here yep. after yep. missing the cut got out of there early maybe um worked on and, his putting yeah just to your point yep. it was a Figure bad things. putting way yep and then i get uh, will zelatoris you, you mentioned him lucas i jotted his when you look at his last time out at century of champions he gained strokes each round and it's, he's one of those guys you know he's coming off a back injury, yep. injury so he's, people yep. are staying off him going yeah. how is he going to play yeah. but to see a guy improve t to green not a great gain, putter though 
He's not a very he's, good putter. I mean, no, he's a good putter, but he's, he's not a great putter. Okay, yeah. Yeah, all I right. Think, okay. I think he's getting more comfortable. To your point, I mean, yeah, he's got one of the ugliest putting strokes on tour, I yeah. think. Um, yep. um, he's definitely a target for some people in that sense. Um, but I think he's getting comfortable. And I'm I'm looking for I've been a big Will Zalatoris fan. I've mm-hmm. seemed to bet on him every year at the Masters. Um, and I think he's prepped this year. I think if he stays healthy, he's going to be really, really solid. So, um well, should we get into? Yep, you're up first. I'm up first. Big winner. The uh, screaming. Yep, <laughs> go to the week. Um, all right, so I I uh, got into the ten thousands. I went with the Patrick Cantley right off the bat. He's on the lower end of the ten thousands, but kind of what you're talking about. Um, he fits all the the kind of the models, and he's got great course history, um, and it kind of. You are spending the 10000 but it gives you a little more wiggle room in there. Um, and then I went with uh, Cam Young. Also got great course history and had a heck of a year last year. He was the mm-hmm. rookie of the year, I think, for the PGA Tour. Um, the guy's really, really solid. So looking for another good tournament out of him. Cut maker as well. And then we're getting in. I got Tom Hoagie on here. I think this is a stretch where he's going to start getting comfortable. Um, this is around the time he won last year. And he's been playing really well. So between recent form and course history, um, I, th- I like I like where he's at. And then I went with uh, Taylor Pendrith, and that's more mm-hmm. statistical model cuts made. Yep. Um, just kind of fit that, and that's kind of my last last three. You know, with Taylor, what's uh, his price point? He's at eight thousand even. Okay. So he's kind of right on that bubble as far as value pick to yep. to anything like that. Um, and then I went with the, a guy that's kind of a he's a deep name, Callum Tarrant. And this is about as in my research, I'm kind of going more model because it is such an interesting tournament um, with the Pro-Am. Just based off of strokes, gains, approach, putting, um, and then this weird format with the Pro-Am, this Calentarian at 7,200, I think uh, he fit a lot of those models really well. So he's a statistical pick. Um, And then rounded out with Mark Hubbard who I think is a good value pick for the cuts made versus top tens and the price point. He's at 7,000 rounds it out. So I didn't dip into the 6,000s at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think kind of my bottom three guys might be a little streaky, but that's what I got for my lineup. Well done. Well done. I, I'm going cuts made. I'm just looking for guys to make the cut. And uh, so I stayed away from the high value guys. Uh, Harmon's my highest value guy at 9,300. Um, Hoagie, 8,400. And then I'm, I'm looking at guys, uh, I threw Thigala on my team. I yeah, just think he's like chomping that. at the bit. He's yep. ready to go. Um, nice. he's a California guy. Yep. Played Pepperdine. Um, and then I threw in a birdie maker cause this, this is going low. Got to make birdies. And yep. I got Hadwin, um, on, on the squad. Burmeister's another guy that's mm. a cut machine. Yep. Um, low at 7,400, good value. And then uh, my one flyer that I'm, I just, he's got a great track record there. He played, you know, but he's on his way back. Ricky Fowler. I was so, I was so say, close to drafting Ricky LJ Fowler. Move. I, I was shocked he's not I on his team. so close. I'm willing to take a flyer on yeah. him. We haven't seen him yet. Yep. Um, I, this is going one of, one of two directions for him. Yeah. Right. This is, this is either he's, he's going to compete start, or he's going to miss the cut. 
it's yep, yep. but bigger than that for the season. I think oh, he's yeah, going to continue to trend, and yep. he's on his way back. Yep. We end up seeing Ricky Fowler win a major here in the next couple of years. Would love it. Or he is yep. just on a path where the, he's lost his game, and he's going to. Yep, you know, needs a little reason. I hope and, that's not the case because yeah. we the, need him for the game. And the angle and the hope here is he's got a new swing coach. Yep, right. Okay. And that's the that's the idea oh, here is he's got a new so swing good. coach, yeah. and people say his swing looks as good as ever. So yep. I like Absolutely. that pick, Mark. Okay, so that left me three hundred bucks, but I'm fine with that, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I, I like th- it I solid. Went, I want cuts. I yep. do, I'm yep. not. Yep. I know you want the winner to make some real money, but right now. Let's get some cuts. Uh, I want I want a team that just I got six guys to make the cut. <laughs> I like it. All right. Okay. Solid. Uh, I'm gonna start my team with my high guy, and I'm banking on he being low owned based on missing cut last week. I'm going back to Tom Kim. Mm. All just, right. I'm gonna he's gonna make putts this week. He's still hitting it good. We'll see. Then I'm uh, I'm I'm sticking with Tom Hoagie. Yeah. Guys yeah. continuing to make cuts ever since he's been on our show. Then I got Andrew Putnam. Just solid cut maker. He's made nine of nine. So nice. kind of following Mark's lead there on cut makers. Uh, K.H. Lee he competed, played well last week. I think yep. he was top 10 last week. So I'm banking on like current that. form. Yep. Um, and then a couple in the 7,000s, Thomas Dietrich. Guy plays everywhere. Uh, read an article where he just played European um, campaign there and they said his games as, be- as, as well as anything right now. It's, mm-hmm. As good as it's been. So, oh, nice. And he's made 20... One of 24 cuts. So he's mm. played a lot. That's good. Yeah, that's a lot of golf. And, and then David Lipsky is my last guy. He's got two, yeah, two top tens in his last five events. Mm. Reason for him. Yeah, that's he was up there last week. Yep, he was uh, fourth at the Sony. Solid. Yeah. So banking on a little bit of current current form yeah. on my squad and then some cut makers. So I like it. I think uh, this is going to be another, I think this stretch of golf is really good golf as well. Um Getting into getting in back into the mainland, so I'm starting to get the itch. I don't know about you guys for getting out and playing some golf. So uh, agreed, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Um, again, cheering on Tom. I think we all have him on his team, so that's always fun. Um, and moving forward, I think it's going to be. I'm hoping to hang, hang on to this goat. Tell you what, you might. This is a solid squad you got there. I like it. I like it. So that's going to do it for us here this week. A little longer show, but again, having Coach Kennedy on, we could go forever and ever. Um, hope to have him back. Um, best of luck to you, gents. Best of luck to everyone out. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.